So stop trying to create more offers and start focusing on one clear promise. You don't want to be creating content that's just like, I help anybody grow their business. No, we want to focus on one clear promise. If you want to use live video organic tactics to enroll high ticket clients into your coaching program, that's very specific. It's focused on one clear promise, not me trying to sell multiple offers to my audience. So when you look at, when you're looking at your content, normally if you're selling multiple offers, either your content is way too vague and too general because you're not, there's a part of you that is resisting niching down. And there's probably a part of you that is resisting uh, from a fear-based perspective of being polarizing with your content. Great day, great day. You are listening to the Jerisha Said Podcast. Having the courage to start your own business and actually sell your consulting services online can be tough. Look, it may not be easy, but it can be simple. In each episode, we take a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain a solid understanding of what's required to serve your clients, sell your services, and scale your consulting business online. All you have to do is listen to what Jerisha said. So if you are ready for a transparent, I'm talking all the way real, edge snatching strategies, grab your castor oil and keep listening. I am your host, former engineer, turned online high ticket sales coach, Jerisha Hawk. You probably chose to tune in today because you have a burning desire. You have had this idea of starting a coaching business and creating consistent revenue, but there's a gap. Something's missing. You are ready to raise your rates, but you lack the confidence with being able to attract an audience of high-end clients and sell them on your offer. That's why this episode today is brought to you by my signature program, Newly Enhanced Services That Sell. If you've been thinking about turning the skills that you currently have into a high-ticket, four-figure service that you can sell consistently, I encourage you to sign up for my free crash course training at jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates. I'll make sure that you know everything that you need to not just deliver your services and help your clients get amazing results but how to actually attract those types of clients and sell them consistently using very simple foundational sales strategies. This method has been developed specifically for those who don't have a large audience and who don't want to spend thousands of dollars trying to get complicated funnels to actually work. This is your time to gain the clarity that you crave to confidently sell your services online. Do not waste another minute. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates today. Register for the next training and finally get an efficient plan that you can follow and implement so you can start selling your services. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates now. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. So many of you guys have been in my comments and in my DMs, especially this week, I think since just um, everything that's going on. And um, a lot of people have been asking me saying, Jay, hey, I'm showing up on social media. I'm posting my content. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of a launch right now. I'm posting my content on social media, but I don't understand where the disconnect is. Like I'm showing up, I'm doing the work. I'm on in the middle of my launch where I'm like engaging with my audience, but for whatever reason, I'm not able to attract or successfully convert these individuals who are engaging with my content. I'm not able to get them to a place where they're ready to actually enroll. 
And one thing that I've noticed from um, a lot of the people that I've been like, you know, chatting with in my DMs specifically about this topic is we st- I start to really look at um, what type of content are you actually posting and what are you doing once, uh, wh- what are you doing with the individuals that actually engage with your content? And those two things really make and play into a huge factor in regards to the success of your potential quote unquote launch. And I just want to talk about the five main reasons why you may be showing up on social, but there are no paying clients in sight. So if this is something that is of interest to you, you're definitely going to want to just like, um, keep listening. Um, But if you're new here, my name is Jerisha Hawk. I'm a high ticket sales coach and I specialize in helping other coaches learn how to use organic content as a way of articulating their value, you know, raising their rates and being able to enroll high ticket clients through organic content. So I'm really, really excited to be chatting with you guys on this topic specifically today. But the first thing is, if you are a, um, a coach, a service provider, a freelancer, and your primary way right now of growing your business is through organic content, um, you're really going to want to dial in and listen to these five topics, these five reasons that I'm going to share with you now. So definitely grab a notebook, grab a pen and um, paper, because um, I recommend you taking notes on this. They're really, really good reminders for you to keep in mind and also to give yourself kind of an audit on your behavior over the past 90 days to see where you could be making strategic improvements, pivots, and adjustments, okay? So one of the first things that I want you to remember is when you're selling a high-ticket offer, this content that we're talking about today is specifically for individuals who want to be enrolling clients at $1,500, $3,000, $6,000, so this is directly for the the coach, the business owner, the service provider who is intro, like elevating their rates and introducing a higher end offer. So I just want to create that as a caveat because um, many of you guys, you know, selling high ticket may not be maybe a new thing for you to do in your business. And you might have been successful using like the how to educational type of content when you were selling lower end things. So if you were selling like some $27 ebook or maybe a, you know, $37 a month membership or like $50 an hour pick my brain sessions or, you know, maybe like a, um, a $197 digital course that you bonus with a one on one call, like when you were selling more lower end, and lower end in the sense of like lower price tag, lower commitment barrier, like com- uh, lower barrier to commitment entry type of program, that type of like how to educational content might have worked for you before. But I can almost guarantee that it is not going to work for you when you start to elevate your rates and try to enroll high ticket clients. So that's kind of the premise that I want to make sure that everything else that we talk about is based on. So I hope that you understand that. Like, the tactics and the techniques that you might have used that may have worked for you when you were selling low ticket, I can almost guarantee will not work for you as you start to cross that threshold of enrolling clients at you know $1,500 and more. And the first thing is you need to understand that there is a different thought process that your client is going to go through when they're trying to make a buying decision when they start to enroll in higher end programs. And I want you to think about yourself. When you start um, when you're buying something like for 15 bucks, you probably don't even think about it. Like you just like $15. Yeah, I'll just pay for it. Even if I never use it or if it sucks, you're probably not going to return it because it's more of a hassle to return it than it is to just keep the thing. Right. But if you're buying something for $1,500 or for $5,000, you're going to do more due diligence to make sure that this thing actually is going to work to solve the problem that you have. 
So when you, as a consumer, you understand that, but as a business owner, when you start going out there to start selling, you also need to keep that in mind because how you articulate your value and how you present your information through your organic content needs to evolve to align with the um, price point of the offer that you are selling. Are we all on the same accord on that? I want to start with that before we start talking in the why your stuff ain't working right now, okay? So I'm glad we're on the same page. So the very first reason why you might be showing up on social and your no paid coaching clients are in sight is because many, many, I can almost guarantee, I'm going to give you like, this is what you're doing. This is what you need to be doing. Okay. So like in your notebook, fold the paper in half and like draw a line down the middle. You're going to look at, this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to be doing. Okay. Just for some of you guys, I'm a serious note taker. So I just want to give you that premise because I'm um, I can already know some of you note takers out there will take notes and then you'll scratch them all out and redo this now that you realize the pattern and the framework that we're going to be sharing this information in. <laughs> yes, I know you. So the first thing is most people, when they start to introduce high ticket offers, they try to create more things to sell, right? Especially if, if you're a business right now and you're not consistently doing $5,000 a month, you don't need to create more offers, Right. So first thing, the reason why I can almost guarantee why your social media content is not attracting paid clients is because you, you're creating too many offers. So instead of creating more offers, you need to focus on one clear promise. And that's a really different way of thinking. It's really easy to get sucked into like, well, I got to have this high ticket thing, this mid ticket thing and this low ticket thing. So if I get on a sales call and they don't have my high ticket thing, then I'll downsell them into this cheaper thing. The reason for why that's not effective when it comes to your organic content is because if you have two or three different offers that you're trying to sell, all of those offers have different results that they're quote unquote promising. And if they have different results, they're now trying, they're speaking to different audiences. When, if you're making less than $5,000 a month, even less than $10,000 a month, quite honestly, like if your business is not doing more than um, $100,000, k a year, you, I can guarantee you can, you're probably confusing your audience because you're trying to speak to too many different people. And the worst thing that you're probably doing, because you don't have one clear promise that you're trying to enroll them into, you're probably diluting the the you're probably diluting your content by being too general and vague because you're trying to capture them all. I know that somebody right now is like, ooh, that is totally me, right? So stop trying to create more offers and start focusing on one clear promise. You don't want to be creating content that's just like, I help anybody grow their business. No, we want to focus on one clear promise. If you want to use live video organic tactics to enroll high ticket clients into your coaching program, that's very specific. It's focused on one clear promise, not me trying to sell multiple offers to my audience. So when you look at, when you're looking at your content, normally if you're selling multiple offers, either your content is way too vague and too general because you're not there's a part of you that is resisting niching down and there's probably a part of you that is resisting uh, from a fear-based perspective of being polarizing with your content. So stop creating more offers. Like if you're struggling right now to sell the, your one-on-one -on -one offers or the offers that you already have, don't go make more offers. Focus on how you can get one clear promise and dial in and get that first thing selling consistently. And that first thing that you should be selling consistently is your high-end offer because it's the largest profit margin item in your business model right now. Second thing, 
is if your reason why your content, I can almost guarantee you right now, is not attracting and enrolling paid clients is because you're too worried about the opinions of others when you only need to be actually listening to qualified leads. And let me say this again. Uh, you know, I've, I've worked with hundreds of coaches and service providers uh, on this, and this is probably one of the biggest barriers as to why they struggle with creating content is they are so worried about the opinions of others. But my biggest thing is which opinions are you choosing to listen to? Are those opinions and judgments that you're receiving from external people, are they even qualified leads for your offer? If they are not qualified leads for your offer, then their opinion does not matter, right? Like if I went and told my grandmother about what I do for my business, she'd be like, baby, I don't get it. I don't think that's going to sell. If I were to listen to her advice and let that consume me to the point where I don't show up in my own business because I think that there's no demand for my offer, because one person who is not a qualified lead told me that it wasn't worthwhile, I wouldn't be in business today. So stop being so worried about the opinions of everybody and only listen to the opinions and the feedback of your mo- of qualified leads. And I think this is really confusing for some people because if you do not have one clear promise, I can almost guarantee you don't know how to qualify whether or not somebody is, you don't know how to decipher whether or not somebody is a qualified lead. And that's where things can get really muddy before we can even get anywhere further. If you don't have a clear promise, I can almost guarantee you do not know how to decipher whether or not somebody is a qualified lead. So then this gets you into a situation where you start overly consuming everybody else's opinions when it's like, wait a minute, these people aren't even qualified for like these people aren't even qualified. Like their opinions don't matter. Yes, they're entitled to their opinion, but I'm not going to receive that. I'm not going to make judgment calls on that. I'm not going to make decisions in my business based on that. They're not qualified leads. So even when I talk to like, you know, so that's like, that's probably a really, really, really big one. If you do not have step one down where you have a clear promise, I can almost guarantee you're dropping the ball on step two. We could leave on those two alone. And I know that's going to be um, a blessing for somebody. We could leave on those two, but we're going to keep going on to step three, four and five because Listen, listen, okay, okay. So I feel like those two were just so good, but those two right there alone can get your whole life together, to get your whole, get your whole situation together. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk about automation and systems for a second. Seriously, isn't it about time that you stop manually doing everything in your business? If you're in the business of booking clients, there are certain tasks that you have to repeat often booking discovery calls, scheduling coaching sessions, and doing follow-up touch points. If you are repeating a task over and over again in your business, you should automate it. Acuity Scheduling is my favorite system, not just because they sponsored today's episode, but because they helped me automate all of those client interactions. With Acuity Scheduling, you'll never ask what time works for you again. Clients can quickly view your real-time availability, and it even integrates with your Google Calendar. And they can self-book their own appointments, reschedule with a click, and even pay online. You can even use Acuity Scheduling to book appointments on social media. You heard me right. With your Facebook business page or IG's booking button, your followers are literally just a click away from scheduling through your social media profile. Seriously, I could go on and on about how easy Acuity Scheduling makes it for me to keep up with my clients despite my busy schedule. But what's even better than me telling you is you seeing for yourself. For a limited time only, you can get 45 days of acuity scheduling absolutely free. 
no credit card required. Just go to acuityscheduling.com backslash Hawk Hustle to check it out for yourself. That's acuityscheduling.com backslash Hawk Hustle for your free 45-day trial. Go get on it. Okay, we're moving on to step three. I want to sit here in step two. Stop listening to people who ain't qualified to give you their opinion, okay? They're not qualified. But if, and if you don't know how to qualify them, go back to step one. You need to have a clear promise because your clear promise will decipher who is qualified for this offer, first and foremost. Okay, let me keep going because listen. Okay, step three, stop focusing on your problems and start solving their problems. This is a huge thing is entrepreneurs, especially in the early stages, it's very natural for us to get into this sense of ego and entitlement. Like, this is my business. I want to sell what I want to sell. Boo-boo, that's really cute. However, there's a, there's, there's, there is supposed to be a natural layer of um, alignment with what you're doing and the skill sets you have and what you're providing within your business. However, listen to me when I say this, however, your business is not created to entertain and entertain you. Your business is created to solve someone else's problem. Your business does not exist to serve you. Your business exists to serve and solve someone else's problem. Hear me loud and clear when I say that. And if I know I'm triggering somebody right now, I know somebody's getting hot like, "Uh uh-uh, Jay, this is my passion. My passion is my business. That's great. But if your passion does not align with a problem that somebody else is willing to pay for, it's probably not best suited for a business model. Every, Every one of your passions and your hobbies does not need to be monetized. So if, if you right now, if you notice yourself, this is more of an internal check because this also affects how you, you create content. This affects how you show up to communicate your value. Um, people are saying like, Jack, we were talking about content creation. This impacts your ability to create effective content because if all the content that you're creating is buy from me, I posted a new blog article, go read it. I, you know, I'm sure I did my live stream video, Jay, but ain't nobody engaged. And I go back and in your live stream video, all you're doing is talking about yourself without making it relevant to how it's going to help somebody else, honey, boo-boo child, sister from another mister, brother from another mother, let me holla at you for a minute. Stop focusing so much on solving your problems and your issues. You need to realize that your business only will exist if it is intentionally designed to solve someone else's problem, period, period. You know, I've been hanging around these little Gen Zers too much. They be over here, period, with a T at the end. I'm like, okay, so that's what's hip. Let me start using that in my live streams. But you guys hear what I'm saying? So like your content, if if like, I really want you to go back and like look at your content that you're creating and read through it. Ask yourself, what did this, how did this help somebody? Or was this only trying to solve my own ego? Am I only posting photos of me because I want to look good and I want to get the likes? Like, I never care about how many likes any of my posts get. I care about the engagement because the engagement is more of an indicator to me that my, my content was actually, actually hit home with somebody. If somebody's willing to take the time to share my content onto their platform and willing to take the time to write a comment underneath my caption, I, those are the only metrics I look at. I do not care if I only get five likes, but I got 50 comments. I don't care if I got 12 likes, but you know, all 12 of those people shared my content onto their Instagram story feed because that lets me know that my content is actually solving a problem and a line like they had some sort of emotional reaction when they read my content. 
it did something to them. It made them think something different. It made them question a current belief. So that's the third thing that we have to do. Stop focusing so much on your problems and you need to start focusing on solving somebody else's problem. Again, we could leave right there on three, but we're going to go on to four, okay? I know this is good. I feel that it's good. I know it is. But I really hope this is resonating for you. Okay, fourth one is stop waiting for people to speak to you. This is definitely going out to all my beautiful women out there who run their own businesses, especially women-owned businesses. So many of us are using to, used to being pursued that now that we are in a business, we have to start being more proactive. And most of us, that's outside of our natural nature and tendency um, because of just like society, how we, most of us have been raised. You have to stop waiting for people to speak to you and you need to be the first one to start the conversation. Listen, I get it in biblical terms where and all these other people believe that the man needs to pursue you. I understand that, honey, but keep that for your personal life. Keep that for your personal life. If somebody like sometimes and this, this is specifically for women. I don't really see men struggle with this as much. Some men do because there's definitely some of y'all pretty boys out here listening right now who be um, tripping on this, but stop waiting to always be pursued. Like you're, so many people are creating businesses, waiting for their clients to seduce them. Like they need to be desperate for me. They need to want me. They need to all of this. Or you might be like, really, I'm using this one because it's um, a lot of the time, the way that you show up in your personal relationships uh, is how you show up when you start seeking clients. It's normally a parallel. You either fall into two buckets. Either you're the type of person that waits to be pursued and you will not speak first. You will not call back first. You will not text back first. You always wait and they know they got to start that. They got to start the conversation. You either are, are that type of person. I'm going to call that person Sally or you are um, Karen. Karen is the type of person who is probably ha- this is I think a lot of and I'm not this is I'm not joking about this, but I am being trying to use this playfully to make a point because it's very, very true. Either you're the type of person that likes to be pursued or you're the type of person that is like almost like desperate trying to fix the daddy issues in you. And that used to be me. You know, my parents left and my mom left and I was two. I I left my dad in middle school. I've always had this complex of not feeling good enough. So I've always had this complex thinking that I have to like overly prove myself to be considered good enough for somebody to want me. And but that will show up in your business on how you try to get clients. If you're the type of person, we're just making up names here, the Karen category, you probably keep getting certifications. You probably keep doing all this research. You probably you're definitely the the one that's going to overly offer discounts because you're trying to like be liked and be received. Both of those things can be extremely damaging when it comes. If you take that emotional, those emotional things that you probably haven't worked through yet. And you start, those things will naturally show up in how you start selling in your business, especially when you start raising your rates. Because as you start raising your rates, you start questioning your worth. And this happens a lot of the time. You start raising your rates and you start questioning, is this valuable enough? Am I good enough? Am I, is, am I worthy of somebody paying me $3,000? And all of these things start to trigger and identities start to get convoluted. And many of us haven't learned how to unpack and differentiate that, like, oh, that's a trauma from my childhood that I haven't yet healed. This has nothing to do with my business. This has nothing to do with my business. Even though the situation looks similar and is reminding me of it, these two things are very, very different. Does that make sense? So 
it's really, really important. This is why I think so many successful business owners like go to therapy and so many successful business owners really invest in the mindset work that's like in conjunction as they're building their business. It's never like an either or. Um, they're normally doing a both, mainly because um, if you are either one, I, let me know which one you are. Send me a DM or pop in the chat. Are you Sally or are you, are you Karen? And there's no shade either way. But like I'm more of a Karen than I am a Sally. Listen, I, I don't care. I'll be at the club and walk up to a brother. Well, in my single days. Now, no, I don't. I have a fiance. But like I'm more of a Karen where I always thought that I had to be I had to be three times as good to get paid half as much or that I had to you know have the degrees and have the titles, have all this external validation to qualify me. But so we have to stop waiting. You have to stop waiting for people to speak to you. So if you're creating content and you're like, well, they didn't reach out, they didn't book a call, they didn't do this. But I'm like, did you ever engage in dialogue? You need to be the first to start the conversation. You know, conversions happen through conversation. If you're never creating opportunities for dialogue to take place, how do you expect a sale to happen? Stop making it like stop playing so hard to get. Shed your ego. Recognize that the trauma from your childhood has nothing to do with this potential client right now. And be courageous enough to be the first to start the conversation. Being the first to start the conversation might mean you actually going live and doing a live stream video. You talking when nobody else is there live. That is okay. That happens. You need to be courageous enough to be the first to start the conversation. Okay, that was number four. And the last one, number five, is this one kind of layers in with step four. Is because if you're the type of coach that keeps giving in and offering discounts whenever you hear an objection... Let me know if that's you. Are you the type of person that the second you hear a sales objection, you start like panicking and it's like, okay, let me downsell them into something uh, cheaper. Let me try to give them more, like give them an additional one-on-one, give them all this extra stuff um, so I can validate that it's worth this. Like you start feeling like you need to do more and give more. If you're the type of person that thinks they need to give a discount and you start to panic when you hear a sales objection, you need to be the type of coach that learns how to overcome and enroll the prospect into a decision. Sales objections are not avoidable in your business. They are always going to exist. Why? Because we're dealing with human be- we're dealing with human beings as consumers. Human beings as consumers, we always have like there's always going to be fear and hesitation and doubt and worry just like naturally as humans, right? So there's always going to be an objection. But just because there's going to be an objection, don't look at it as an objection as a sign that something is wrong with your offer or something is wrong with you as a business owner. You just need to learn how to overcome those objections. You can overcome objections a handful of different ways. I love using my content to overcome my objections so I don't have to overcome them on sales calls. You know, that's why we, when we start layering in all these five pieces together, you can really start to overcome objections before you ever really talk to a prospect in a private conversation. But stop panicking and offering discounts or downselling when you hear a sales objection and learn how to overcome those objections and enroll clients into making a decision. That part is probably the most important part. Every sales conversation is not going to be a yes from a prospect. That is okay. But the biggest thing we want them to do is make a decision. People saying, I'll wait until later, that is not a decision. Your clients, your prospects only live in two time zones, now or not now. And we need to get them to get to a, like guide them to a point where they're making a, a hardcore decision on whether they're in or they're out, whatever that is. So stop you know, when you hear an objection, stop offering discounts, stop downselling and stop getting into this point of like um, internal panic. And 
equip yourself with the skills to overcome sales objections and enroll them into a decision. So those are the five things that are probably happening right now. And you see how I didn't mention anything about hashtags. (laughs) I didn't mention anything about like the font you need to be using in your Instagram quotes. The biggest thing is that like live video, if you're not using live video right now in your marketing and you're selling high ticket, you're already dropping the ball. Because again, when you're enrolling people into a higher end offer, there's a level of trust and belief that they want to experience and the best way to communicate that is through video interaction, through as much human interaction as you possibly can create online, which is through video. And then the second thing, like I mentioned, is like it's not so much about like if you are doing a launch right now and it's like, well, I'm posting on social media, posting content is not enough. Like you can be posting all day and doing all of this work. But if it is not aligned with how buyers are making decisions, like you, and if it's only how-to content, you are scratching the surface. Your content is so much more about not teaching people what to do from an educational standpoint, but teaching them what to think from a psychological standpoint. And when you start raising your rates in $3,000, $5,000, $10,000 programs, all of your sales at this point are psychologically based. They're not um, as like tactical, like you don't need to be giving away all of your strategies and teaching every aspect of your framework. You need to be enlisting them into thinking differently about their problem and their situation. And that's a big difference. So I really, really, really hope this was valuable for you today. Um, I know as people are starting to raise their rates and transition into elevated services, it's not, you can't keep using the same tactics that you did when you were um, selling low end. They won't work. Um, Running out and getting Facebook ads is not going to solve your problem. Creating another masterclass or creating more like fluffy content is not going to do anything but keep you busy with no clients in your uh, pocket. You know, I was talking to a client the other day and she's like, Jay, I've been building my business for six months. I've been creating content and showing up online for six months, but I'm still not getting results. I said, the main reason why you're not getting results is because you haven't actually learned how to start selling. All you're doing right now is just creating. I keep creating more content. I keep creating more programs. I created a masterclass. I created a webinar. I created a freebie. I created an email newsletter. You keep creating stuff, which is part of business. But if all you're doing right now is stuck in creation mode, you're never putting yourself into a position of selling. Selling is a contact sport, not a go make more creation sport. Sales is all about conversations, conversations, Conversions happen through conversations. If you're not engaging in dialogue, I don't care how much content you created if you're not actually speaking with the individuals and your prospects. You know, if you don't know how to have a dialogue that allows you to qualify leads and know how to qualify them because you don't have a clear promise, none of that other stuff matters, right? I don't care how pretty your website is. If you do not know what your clear promise of your offer is and how to actually guide somebody through a conversation and make a decision, your website can be beautiful. You will be broke. So it's just a different way of thinking when you choose to go into a high ticket business model. And it's a conscious decision that you need to make and commit to when you start to change your rates because your business model needs to evolve from a marketing and a sales perspective. So um, again, I really hope this is helpful for you. I do have a masterclass that teaches you. This is something that is an integral part of our framework that we teach our clients and services that sell and in leverage. 
So if you are somebody, it's called the Lean Launch Method, which is really all about how do you create psychology embedded content to be able to organically attract and convert um, high-end clients. And that's what we I love doing. Um, I'm really, really great at doing what we teach our clients how to do. So if you have not yet registered for my masterclass where we can you can learn this framework, you can totally do that. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash raise your rates and you can sign up for this free masterclass. Um, it's a really in-depth training. You're going to want to print off the workbook and, you know, block off your calendar because it'll walk you through a business health assessment to help you determine where you're actually, like help you pinpoint where the problems are in your business. And we'll also introduce you to what the Lean Launch Method is. So you can start to get more of a deeper understanding on what it looks like to be able to create content that's psychologically based versus content that's like how-to educational based. Um, so I really hope this was helpful for you today. If it was, feel free to share this video with a friend. Let me type this over here. I'll type it for you guys in just one second. But if you're on Facebook, the link is in my bio and the link is in the title of this description. Um, and I will talk to you guys soon. Hey there, Hawk Hustler. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you are ready to turn your side hustle selling services into a profitable online coaching or consulting business, visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop. Within just one hour of this free masterclass, yes, free 99, you will have a proven framework to convert not just better clients, but more clients who are willing to pay top dollar consistently. Visit jerishahawk.com backslash workshop and I will see you there.